Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. And it's also a thing where it's like, as a game fan, I'm like, I want this movie to show people like you that haven't played the games why I like this franchise so much, right? To be like, oh yeah, like, uh... look at that. And unfortunately, I think that's where my my grief from this movie comes is I don't, nothing in this movie I feel like I can show someone to help them understand why I love this franchise. Without, no. unless they, I just make them play the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that this film is going to draw people who aren't gamers back to the game franchise. If anything, this feels like it's a very reverent film. Like, there were a lot of times where I thought, I think I'm just missing something because I don't <laughs> understand what it's referencing because it is so clearly referencing a shit ton of things. It very much felt like I was watching Easter Egg the movie, but yeah. not understanding the references. So on one hand, it mostly works as a okay-ish action film. Like, yeah. I didn't hate it. It's not like I never want to watch it again. It just felt like it was okay. You know, like I walked out of it and thought, okay, well, that wasn't the worst time I've ever spent at the movies. <laughs> but I'm also not rushing out to tell people, hey, you've got to go see this film because it's so fun. Well, that's the thing with the Easter eggs, though. And I, we touched on this at the beginning where it's like, hey, you don't get the the joke about the, the, the snake and the shark. Okay, that's an Easter egg. But that joke isn't like, it's okay if you don't get it. It doesn't affect your viewing experience of the film. Exactly. Whereas to me, again, something like Lisa Trevor wearing a face mask, it's like that's something that you could have maybe delved into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Unless we're doing exposition like, you don't know what the Spencer Mansion is? He doesn't know what the Spencer Mansion is. <laughs> the Spencer Mansion was made by Oswell Spencer, the head of the Umbrella Corporation. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> it's a little tinnered. Yeah. I get that exposition out. I will tell you something I did like, though, that I think no one will agree with me on. Okay. I liked the needle drops. <laughs> oh, I fucking loved the needle drops. But also, I'm a huge Jessica Page fan, so the minute that you've got a zombie lit on fire walking into a room to crush, I am dying. And my theater, my theater went apeshit for this. I mean, because it is genuinely funny. You know that this yes. is the intention behind this. I mean, mm -hmm. you have Leon asleep at the front desk of the station with the doors open. Mm -hmm. An 18-wheel, a tanker, blows up 50 yep. feet away. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't wake up. No. He, he doesn't feel the heat. No. <laughs> this thing is almost within arm's reach of him before it gets blown away by the captain. Everything about this is so ridiculous. I thought, here's the energy and here's the yes. fun and here's the funny. I wanted more of that. Well, that's the thing, you know, like Roberts has said time and time again, like, oh my God, we're going back to the horror roots of the game. And, and as someone who did find like the first 47 meters down movie very scary, like mm -hmm. I don't find this movie very scary. No. But here's the thing too. Okay. So like thematically the, using Crush here doesn't really make a lot of sense. One of the main aspects of the second game is that you have this villain, this tyrant called Mr. X, and he stalks you throughout the fucking police station constantly throughout the game. You cannot, you can go into a safe room and he, you can escape, but that's it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it have made sense if you had, maybe not this villain because they couldn't afford it, but like some recurring villain that kept coming after Leon. And so finally, like in the big climactic moment, when it comes again, we get Crush playing. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Like, j just something to be like, oh my god, you again? It's just right. a, a little crush. Uh. 
I mean, I can definitely see what you're saying. I gathered what the intention was here was yeah. we were making fun of nostalgia because this film, we haven't said it for folks who Ooh. haven't seen the film. This movie is set in the 90s because that's when the first game comes out. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing needle drops that are representative of the times. They're doing technology. Like my my theater really laughed when the helicopter pilot is playing Worm. Oh, <laughs> oh my that was what you canadians call it because i always called it snake oh maybe it is snake sorry i it's not a game i actually played so. <laughs> it, we put it on our calculators like our graphic calculators when we were in high school because yes, we yeah. used to play when we didn't want to listen in class <laughs> yeah we just did boobless upside down but yep mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it, it was stuff like that where i thought oh this is cheeky this is knowing yeah. a little you know wry wink wink nudge nudge kind of thing and all of that I thought was really fun and funny. It was just that we had to keep cutting back to either the more serious stuff or the more game oriented stuff. And it didn't always connect. I find this so interesting. So I, I, I agree with you. I actually think that this is the most successful part, like most successful parts of the film because it feels the most confident. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, where a lot of game players are going to disagree is that they, a lot of people hate all that stuff they hate leon they hate these needle drops they hate the humor in it no leon is so good like i wanted all leon all the time even though i like the other characters i like the other actors leon for me a hundred percent avenjogia is the best part of this film hands down that's so funny i mean it's really coming people being like because leon is a fan favorite character and he may be a rookie but he is not incompetent he is not comic relief he he is a take charge person to get shit done okay so he's not like his game counterpart not no him and jill are the furthest removed from their game counterparts they are not the same characters which again with both of them i'm fine i'm fine with jill because i like this portrayal of the character even though it's not my jill Mm -hmm. not my hashtag not my jill no but, but but people are really mad about the leon thing because they're like you took this character who is a really good get shit done character and made him a buffoon Yeah, but we already have an entire cast of people who get shit done. And the whole point is that Leon becomes that by the end of the film slash into successive sequels. People, it's called a character trajectory. (laughs) 